Here's what's coming up on today's show. I don't know if fight is the, the right word, but when I did income plans, you look 30 years out and you you look and go, well, I'm not going to need 275 grand a year for income. That's that's crazy. I'm like, well, you're thinking in today's dollars. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the wind-up and the delivery. Well, hello. Glad to have you on Perfect Game Retirement. I am Ben George. He's Ryan Ledden, president and financial coach over at Black Oak Asset Management. And we've got a good show for you today. Um, retirement expenses. There are some things that you probably are not prepared for. Uh, at least that's the case for a lot of people. We just want to make sure that you have not overlooked these with your plan and uh, put these on your radar and let you have a conversation with your advisor if you've not done so already. Ryan, welcome in. What's going on? Nothing much. I uh, love this time of year, man. Uh, we're, we just talked kind of pre-show about the baseball and golf and all the spring sports uh, getting cranked up, man. So busy, busy watching them and, and busy coaching them at the same time. Yeah. How are you feeling about the Braves this year? It's hard to argue what Alex Anthopoulos has done and locking these guys up uh, for a long period of time and making business decisions and not bringing back people like Swanson and Freeman, and which are very difficult to do because uh, obviously being being from Atlanta, you want to see those guys back, but he's got to look through a very different lens than – than what we do as fans. Uh, so we, we hate to lose those guys, but, you know, good for Freddie, you know, last season where, you know, we kind of moved on without him. Uh, mm-hmm. But he also had one of the best years he's ever had, but he's on the West Coast, so we never hear about those things. <laughs> so we'll see with Dansby. Um, I, I, I do hate that, that he left. Um, I don't know what t- kind of team the Cubbies are going to have this year, but I don't know. There may be a lot of Cub fans listening, but I don't I don't think they're going to have the year that the Braves will, but we'll see. But good for him. He got paid. He, he, he worked hard for it, and so I can't fault him for that. Yeah, I know, we, I know we've talked about the division being so tough, but I guess as a fan it's going to be great because seemingly you're going to have so many good games right there in your backyard to go watch and so many good players to see this year. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's yeah, the the East is just loaded. Again, on paper, top to bottom, but right. you, you just know you've been around sports long enough, Ben, that these 162 games, you may have a, a five-man rotation in the beginning of the year, and by the end of the year, that five-man rotation is you know 40% of the people who started are the ones at the very end. So mm-hmm. you just don't know how this stuff's going to end. I mean, the Mets have been dismantled by injuries in the past and them just kind of falling apart, but – then you had the Phillies last year who barely made it in, and then they ended up making it to the World Series. So it's it, it'll make for a lot of good games. I know we have a crossover series in the American League with with the Astros. So nice. again, being a being a hometown guy and the Snitker family that we know well, uh, that'll be pretty cool to see in Atlanta. Because I think uh, Troy, who's the hitting coach, um, Brian Snitker's son, I believe this may be the first time he's come back to Atlanta. Oh, uh, really? Being okay. a hometown kid and coaching against his That's dad. Cool. So I could be wrong on that, but I, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Well, good deal. Should be fun to watch this year and looking forward to it. Uh, today's show, though, we want to talk about expenses. So want to jump into this. And again, if you have questions for Ryan, just start with logging on to blackoakam.com. You can schedule a retirement coach 360 session online there. Great tool to go through that website and just look at some of the resources Ryan's provided, but also all of our podcasts are up there as well. So if you want to go through that, uh, you can. And of course, you can always get your hands on uh, Ryan's book, Don't Strike Out, Lessons for a Winning Life in retirement, which is obviously very fitting as baseball season kicks off. All right, let's talk expenses, though, Ryan, because I know a lot of people 
as they get into retirement are thinking about what they need to cover and what they need to be prepared for. But you know, how confident are you that you've covered everything? And it, it turns out that a lot of people do overlook some crucial expenses. And you know, if you do that, it does leave you vulnerable financially. So we want to talk about some of these that people tend to forget, but also give you some tips and some strategies to really help you plan for these expenses and really ensure that you have a secure and comfortable retirement. That's always the goal, right? So uh, let's start with medical expenses. Uh, you know, as everything around us goes up in price, Ryan, I think the one that still continues to outpace them all is medical expenses. And I guess from what I've heard from you, you know, through our podcast is that people usually get, are pretty surprised by actually how much this will cost them. Yeah, I think I think most people factor this in to some degree. It's just such an unknown with what you just mentioned, what what the inflation on these costs are going to be, and it seems to that seems to outpace regular CPI inflation uh, so much. But you just don't know what you're going to need. Um, there's just so many unknowns. I mean, you can be a perfectly healthy individual and get you know some sort of mental illness. I mean, a lot of us have experience with that in family members. Uh, so. Your, your physical shell of a body is fine, but the mental capacity is is not there. And it's it's kind of a slow a slow death, if you will. But those medical expenses, they, they add up because a lot of uh, spouses or caretakers need someone else to help for that. So it's, it, it is a moving target. I mean, you want to plan for it. You want to put things in place. And you may be perfectly healthy all the way through retirement until you're passing and may need no significant uh, medical expenses or care. So it, you have to account for it, putting your head in the sand. You just can't, you can't do it because it is going to cost you potentially. They're saying all these studies show average between 200 and $250,000 mm. uh, in medical yeah. expenses during retirement. So I was like, good grief. How do I, how do I plan for that? So you, you try to do your best, uh, whether that's just saving a lot and, and quote unquote self-insuring. Does that mean uh, having, like I said, large large cash on hand or investments to be able to pull from? Is it long-term care insurance? Is it these kind of hybrid annuities that help pay for care if you if you need some type of care or life insurance policies that, that are essentially long-term care policies that are wrapped in life insurance? Anyway, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of those, but there are other options than just straight long-term care policies. But you know, long-term care doesn't apply to everything when you need certain medical expenses. Um, you know, obviously there's Medicare out there and, and trying to navigate those waters of what Medicare plans you have and what part A and part, all these different parts. What do they, what do they cover? What does supplement cover? Uh, supplemental plans, you got dental plans, you got vision, you got hearing. I mean, dental, that can, that can be a huge cost that you don't even think about. Um, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's separate dental plans that you can buy that, you know, you pay a monthly premium and it, it basically covers your first X amount of dollars, like your first thousand dollars or your first $1,500, but you pay a monthly premium for those things. And it covers the usual routine stuff. And then as you are with that insurance company longer, they cover a little bit more or a higher percentage if you need cosmetic stuff. Again, a lot of details there that I am not super well versed on, but um, we do have someone in our office that, that does help with that. But just knowing what those things cover and then what gaps you need to fill in as an individual, whether it's through saving or some type of insurance policies to help out. Yeah, a lot to think about there and a lot to factor in. And it's so tough because, as you mentioned, it's so unpredictable what you're actually going to need in coverage. But 
always good to be a little bit overprepared, possibly, if, if you can be. So medical expenses, number one. What about travel? And I say travel and people go, well, of course, we're factoring in travel. We want to go here and I want to visit this and I want to spend time doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. But there are oftentimes this unexpected travel that you're just not thinking about or just not planning for, but you probably should be. Yeah, I mean, that's usually when you talk about what do you want to do in retirement? I mean, that's usually one of the top two or three things that people want to do. So you can plan for certain travel, whether it's a big you know, vacation every other year or maybe it's smaller, a couple of vacations uh, each year. Maybe you want to pay for your family and, and take them somewhere to create memories, but you're, you're paying for those vac- vac- vacations. So there are things you can plan for, but yes, the unexpected travel is, is, is going to happen. Um, whether they're weddings, destination or somewhere far away or funerals, you know, you want to be at those events to, to share in those memories and pay your respects, whether it's a wedding or a funeral. So there's a lot of things that, that can happen. Um, out of state family, you know, they, you get to the point where you may have to help take care of of people. And my dad's kind of running into this situation now where he's 70, almost 76 years old and he's the youngest of uh, several brothers and sisters. Um, I think it's six total (laughs) brothers and sisters. And he's the youngest at 76 and the oldest is almost 90. So Uh there's a huge disparity there and he's the youngest and the most healthy. So they're starting to ask him, Hey, can you help with this? Can you help with that? And it's just very difficult. And sticking with my dad, like we we talked about my son on here being running track or whatever. So, you know, there's a chance that he may run at a national meet this year. If he qualifies, it's going to be in Eugene, Oregon, which is like the Mecca of all track and field. And my dad was a track guy in high school. So he's going with us. He's flying out to Eugene, Oregon. Okay, that's unexpected. He was not expecting to do that. So those things are going to pop up. You can prepare for them and and carve that out in your in your retirement income plan, which you should if that's a if travel is a big deal for you. But there are always going to be some unexpected situations that you have to account for. And maybe you don't go on that big vacation if you are pulled in different directions. But there are things you can plan for, but sometimes they just things pop up and you have to make difficult decisions whether you go or not. Yeah, there's so many things that could happen there that you, you know, you aren't necessarily thinking about when you plan. And it kind of takes us to the next one because, you know, we're thinking about what we have to cover for ourselves, right? We talk about medical and travel and things we know we're going to do. But you know, are you thinking about the expenses that might come along with the care you need to continue providing either for your parents or even for your children? Because there are, you know, even now we see a lot of this, the sandwich generation where the people are having to take care of both, but also, you know, more and more kids are needing that financial help when they get out of college. Yes. This is like the, probably the biggest thing I deal with, with the clients that I do have because our average client age is in that mid fifties that's like the wheelhouse of you, you said it, the sandwich generation, you have aging parents who are in their, you know, eighties, maybe nineties. And then you have kids who are getting out of college and maybe have a lot of student loan debt or having trouble finding that, you know, six figure job out of college that everyone thinks they're going to get and they may not be able to. So this is a real situation and, and it's prolonging people's retirement end date, I think. And because it's taking a lot of their resources that they would normally be saving because in their mid 50 or in their fifties, that's generally your highest 
income earning years. Well, if you're having to, and thank goodness it is, because you may have to help out mom and dad on one end of the generation spectrum, and then you have, you know, kids on the other end. So hopefully, you know, as parents, we do all that we can that as soon as they're done with college, it's like, okay, boom, you're off payroll, go to it. Uh, but I, I do see sometimes with housing, especially now, housing is very difficult. It's a, it's a difficult situation to try to get into because interest rates are so high. Costs of, of houses are so expensive. So I do get why some parents feel that obligation to help out. I, I, I kind of sympathize with that. But again, in my mind, I got a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. So I'm thinking, oh, no, as soon as they're done with college, they're they're out. And, and I, I hope I've equipped them to be able to do that. But you just never know. So the the sandwich generation is a real thing, having to, to pay for two different generations and on top of trying to save for your own is it's extremely difficult because of the of the job market we're in the interest rate environment we're in the healthcare costs we're in it's it's tough got a few more expenses to touch on here as we're talking about retirement expenses that you might forget to plan for and people often do taxes is another one and again kind of like travel you're saying well taxes of course i'm going to pay taxes i'm i'm ready for that but how prepared are you for a tax hike? And do you know kind of what your taxes might be if you are changing tax brackets as well? There's a lot of factors in play. Yeah, and that this goes back to, I mean, the origination of this show of people trying to prepare people for that tax environment of what it may be. Because if you have all of your money in pre-tax or qualified pre-tax accounts, you are at the mercy of Congress and politicians' pen signing these things into law. And, and if you have that money in pre-tax 401ks or pre-tax IRAs, you have no control. So if they change tax rates, it's, it is what it is. You are at the mercy of those things, which again, I've mentioned on here before, but if you hadn't listened before, your taxable income in retirement, it spills over into so many other categories of your retirement income. It affects what how much is taxed of your social security benefit. It affects your uh, Medicare premiums. They can be higher if you're taxable income. And I didn't say income, taxable income. So again, those accounts that have never been taxed, the government's like, hey, let's go pay up. You haven't paid tax on it. We gave you all this benefit of tax deferred growth. Now it's time to pay up. So that's why I'm, again, very biased toward those Roth accounts, whether it's Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, or doing Roth conversions over time where it's still going to cost you tax money. We cannot avoid taxes, but how are we going to be more tax efficient? Maybe it makes more sense to pay that tax when you can afford to pay the tax bill while you're working. Yeah, maybe you're in a higher tax bracket when you're working. So that's where the kind of the, some people say, oh, well, don't do Roth conversions because you're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement and you'll take that money out in a lower bracket. Are you? I don't think people know that. I would rather control my tax bracket while I'm earning a paycheck and know what that's going to be. So that's why Roth conversions, I think, are great. Again, may not be for everyone because if you are in that highest tax bracket and you're just getting killed in taxes every year, maybe it doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't know for your specific situation, but gradually doing those things over time because you know the SECURE Act changed required minimum distributions age. Uh, it used to be 70 and a half, then it moved to 72. Now it's 73. People, eventually it'll move to 75. So you have more time to be able to convert these things before the federal government says, okay, you have to take out this much money. 
and you're at the mercy of what the tax code is. So preparing for taxes, you got to do it because those things, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm willing to bet they're going to go up. Yeah, no question about it. All right. Uh, maintenance and repair. This is another category that um, I think people try to factor in. It's kind of tough, but how do you build in a plan that, that, that is prepared for you know, needing to get those, uh, the roof repaired or, you know, your HVAC done or a water heater. These, these are home expenses that, you know, you know, you don't think about all the time, but you know, they're probably right around the corner at some point. Yes. I mean, you hundred percent have to prepare for these things because these things are going to happen. I know Dave Ramsey kind of kids about people complaining about uh, major car repair or car trouble. Like, you know, like who would have thought? I mean, we don't know when those things are going to happen. AKA, I had to replace my transmission last month. Um, that was a $5,800 bill. Was Ouch. that expected? <laughs> no, but hmm. the car has 150,000 miles on it. Hey, those things are going to happen sometimes. So it's uh, you do have to prepare for those things. New roof, you got to know the aging of the house. That's why Dave does talk a lot about sinking funds. Sinking funds is a term. Basically, you're paying yourself in, a, in an account that is building up to where when those things happen, boom, you have an account for those certain things. Now, for some people, that means literally opening a separate checking or banking account to save for a house repair fund, a car fund. I mean, you can you can separate them out, and usually you're more successful when you do that. Now, for some people, that's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have to keep up with that many accounts, but usually people are more successful when doing so and creating those sinking funds. So when these events do happen, it's you have that money there to be able to pay for these things. Cause yeah, HVACs are going to go out, water heaters, roofs, cars. I mean, those are things that just deteriorate over time. So you do have to factor those in or you're going to have to be taking more out of your investment accounts, putting it on a credit card and paying credit card interest. It's just, you, you don't want to have to do that. All right. Last thing that we need to be thinking about inflation. And I know that uh, more people are thinking about this now because it has had a huge impact. Anybody that just went, got into retirement the last couple of years, probably really feeling this and uh, might have some regrets about maybe not factoring inflation enough into their plan. But no matter if we're at uh, you know, these higher levels or just kind of a, a steady inflation rise, either way, you're going to notice, you might not notice it on a year to year basis, but over time, it's really going to add up. Yeah, and I, I think since the recent developments of inflation continuing to be at a pretty high pace, this is one area I haven't really had to, I don't know if fight is the, the right word, but when I did income plans, you know, you look 30 years out and you you look and go, well, I'm not going to need 275 grand a year for income. That's that's crazy. I'm like, well, you're thinking in today's dollars, like that, that those these things can sneak up on you and you need to prepare for those things. But I haven't really had to have those discussion. If at all, I've had to increase the inflation rates on income levels. So I would, you know, cause on the software we have, you can change, you know, bands of years. You can say, okay, for the next five years, we're going to have 6%. And then after that, we're going to have five. After that, we're going to have four and, you know, steadied out at 3%. So, I mean, that's what the federal reserve is charged to do to keep inflation in check. And that's why we continue to hear Powell <laughs> increase rates or say there's going to be increased rates. So you have to factor in, have to factor in for inflation. But again, I don't get much pushback on that anymore. Obviously, again, we mentioned medical expenses that that seems to be at a higher pace or at least a steadier pace than CPI, consumer price index inflation. Energy prices go up and go down. Food prices have steadily been going up. Uh, so you have to prepare those things because there are some it, those necessities you cannot avoid. So you do have to 
account for them. Obviously, some things that we buy, inflation rates continue to go up, then okay, we're not going to move or we're not going to you know, sell our house. There's things you can avoid in, in certain instances, but many of these inflation rates include those items that we need. So got to factor that in, but most people don't get any pushback on factoring in inflation now. All right. So these are just uh, some of those expenses that people will sometimes overlook with their retirement plan. Hopefully you're sitting down and doing planning with someone like Ryan who can go through your entire uh, process and your goals, your needs, and, uh, and paint a picture for you that can help you get closer to retirement. Again, if you want to talk with Ryan, you can schedule your retirement coach 360 session online right now. Just visit blackoakam.com. Again, blackoakam.com. And if you want to call, it's 470-508-0508. Got a couple questions to close out this episode of Perfect Game Retirement, Ryan. First one came in from Olivia, who's in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, which is, I guess, the home of Dame Ra- Dave Ramsey, right? Yeah, it's either Franklin um, or what's the other area? Brentwood. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah, Brentwood. I think it's yeah. right in there. Okay. And Ryan, of course, a Dave Ramsey Smart Buster Pro, so ties in well. But Olivia <laughs> asks, I just paid my last tuition payments. My kids are officially off the payroll. Is it safe to cancel my life insurance at this point? Look at that, Olivia. That was like teed up for this episode. Um, (laughs) Talking about the sandwich generation. So you are not going to be a sandwich generation person. Olivia, I would not only because it depends on what your premium is and what type of policy you have. If that premium is really expensive, okay, maybe. And if you have a decent amount of assets that you can pass on from a legacy standpoint, or if that premium is not hurting you from a budget standpoint, I would just keep it. Because that allows you to, you know, spend your assets how you want to, knowing that there's a life insurance policy that will pay out. Now it may have an end date if it's a term policy, probably not hurting you a whole lot from a from a budgeting standpoint. Olivia, I just know like I've delivered several life insurance checks to clients because of a loved one or a spouse passing away. I mean, I've this, this sounds kind of stupid, but I, I've never had someone that is like, okay, this is too much money. I don't, I don't want this. Like people have usually, cause they're grieving already. So having a tax-free benefit from a life insurance policy is, it's a gift. So I, I wouldn't, um, I don't know more details than that, Olivia, but I would keep it in place. All right, very good. You can always follow up with Ryan at 470-508-0508. All right, Claire is in Tampa, says, I'm supposed to retire next month, but I haven't done any planning at all yet. I just realized that I still need to figure out my social security options, pension options, Medicare options, as well as what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Should I just push my retirement date back until I finish, figure out all this stuff? <laughs> Four seven zero five zero eight zero five zero eight. Where to no, start, right? All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, talk to somebody. Uh, find a planner down in Tampa if you want someone local. Obviously, we can have a phone conversation if you want. But yeah, Claire, get these things in order. I mean, that's just my personality. Obviously, this is what I do for a living. There are some people that are successful in retirement, and I'm not going to call it winging it, but without these things in place and really knowing for sure what your benefits are, what your pensions options options are. Yeah. You need to, I, I would pump the brakes, even if it's just a few months, cause you can get these things that you mentioned, you can get them hammered out pretty quick, uh, especially with like social security. I mean, log in on SSA.gov and create a, a profile 
it will show you what your benefits are. The, the, the toggle bar on the SSA website under your por, uh, profile, you can put it to the year and the exact month that you want to claim it, and it's going to show your benefit. And when you turn that faucet on, if you will, it's, it's quick. I mean, you start receiving checks pretty quick. So that's not a huge deal. Pension option, options, you should be able to find that out through HR, or maybe you have some kind of 401k login that has that information in there. Medicare options, talk to a Medicare specialist. Um, if you're over that age of 65, you've probably been inundated with solicitors already. Uh, but again, we have someone in our office to help out with that if you, if you did want to have a conversation. So these things can be ironed out, but yeah, don't go into it blind. Definitely talk to somebody. Yeah, so you'd recommend if somebody's in that position just to just to hold off on retirement, I guess the immediate term, and just sit down with someone and see exactly where you stand before you actually make that decision? Yeah, because usually people are getting antsy. Like they know when the end is coming as far as their job uh, career. But unless it's just a toxic, horrible environment where you're at, um, yeah, just, just prolong it a little bit longer. Um, we work with a lot of government employees and, and sometimes just pushing pause for even a year or even six months, how it increases your pension and just delaying it just a little bit longer. But, you know, Claire, I'm not sure if you're at like your wits end with, with where you're at, but most people are like, oh yeah, I can, I can go another six months or I can go another four or another year or whatever that may be. So yeah, I would hold off. All right. Again, uh, you want to start by having that conversation with someone, if you do want to have it with Ryan, 470-508-0508 or blackoakam.com to schedule your retirement coach 360 session online right now. All right, we'll close it out. On that note, Ryan, as always, good to talk to you, good to catch up, and always enjoy hearing your perspective on financial planning. So thank you. Absolutely. All right, thank you for listening to Perfect Game Retirement. Please hit subscribe. Got a new show coming in a couple of weeks, and we'll talk to you then. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, Black Oak Asset Management, and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.